going on over there? He's still pushing that box. What box? Where, where'd you get that? Oh. Who was that? That's from Petco. I bought it for him. Uh, oh, that's a carrier? Yeah. It was $8. Because <laughs> the other ones were like 80 Yeah, yeah, that's Like fine. the fancy ones. Where are you going to put it? Because he's going to here. Look. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you can play in it later. Fuck you, Oscar. Fuck you. Like it. Get no. out of here. Get out he's of town. Wild. He just ate, so he's all like. Yeah. Eventually he'll crash. He's losing his shit. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, okay. We've been recording the whole time. Just a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Hey, Maddie. Yeah. I thought you were gonna get in touch with uh, somebody about the theme song. Mm. Did you did you ever do that? No. I could call. Uh, we could we, call the Nard Dog. We can call the Nard Dog. What would that sound like? <laughs> oh, god damn it, dude! What? You're just gonna look all innocent now? She is such an ass. What do you want? Dude? Look at her. I know. So We're gonna put you away too. Get down. Hey, folks. Thanks for joining us today. It looks like we have something of a technical difficulty today. Our cat has been disrupting our recording process for the last 20 minutes. Both of uh, them. Both of them, actually, scratching boxes. Uh, playing so, with rocks. Playing with rocks. So we apologize for this this inconvenience as the show is starting on a weird, kind of a weird path right now. But we're going to try to get on track. So... Typically, it would be easier to smooth out these cracks if we had a theme song, but we kind of dropped the ball on that. But welcome to the theme song-less episode of Our Kids Asleep. And this is Jay Alejandro and... And Maddie. We have a name. We have a name for a podcast. That's great news, actually. Our Kids Asleep. <laughs> and not on Apple Podcasts Not yet. on Apple Podcasts right now. <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> So, again, this would have been a really smooth premiere if it weren't for my potty mouth because I made the great mistake of using the word shit show on the episode description of our show and iTunes did not like that. So, I've been emailing them back and forth trying to get the show into iTunes, but it's really not been successful at all. We've made the necessary revisions so hopefully yes. it'll be on there soon. So it, I guess now it's an understanding that I have that we can say shit show in a, a variety of different uh, uh, bits of profanity, but we can't actually write it down in the descriptions or any of the podcast names or iconography. Lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, without further ado, what's on the agenda tonight? We've been brainstorming segments that we'd like to have on the podcast. Yes. There's a couple that we have in mind. One of them is a inter an internet segment because me in particular, I'm not particularly internet savvy. <laughs> in some areas. I think you, yeah. you just don't go into the deep, dark recesses of the so. internet. Like your 
your brother does. Yeah, well, you show me things sometimes on Reddit, and I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. And you have to spend 20 minutes explaining the origins of that meme yes. to me. It's a very self-referential kind <laughs> of world yeah. that has a lot of layers, and we feel that if we were to bring an expert on the matter on, on the show, I think that it would be it would be really interesting to sort of get to hear those perspectives and get to know more about what is going on in the internet and what all the young people are talking about. Because when you when you get old, it's kind of hard to keep up yeah. with these kids. And I think my brother is more than equipped to to explain the more uh, obscure parts of the internet to me <laughs> and to you in some cases. Yeah. So that's something we're that's in the works. Yeah. So coming soon, Caddy G will be joining us. That's a stage name, by the yeah. way. That'd be great if it was his actual name. Yeah. Like going through school. Or... My parents would have been so uh, progressive. Yeah. Uh, another segment we were thinking of was something with our friend Don, who is a wine expert. Yeah. We have to. We have yet to ask our friends. No, we haven't asked anybody to do this. Anything. But hey, the, these are just ideas. Yeah. the The door's still open for. You are welcome to shoot us down if you have no desire to be on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, dear Jay and Maddie, I don't want to be involved in this <laughs> shit show. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah. Signing off. And, you know, that's with love. You know, you could even sign off with love because I totally understand. Yeah. But if you guys are bored, let us know. We yeah. will be here. Maybe we could have Teresa on to talk about movies. Exactly. She's wonderful. Exactly. There's definitely time on the schedule, on the agenda. My friend Ashley was texting me today. She had some really good ideas of topics to talk about. And mm -hmm. I said, well, let's have you on. Come on the podcast yeah. and let's talk about it. Let's get you guys on the airwaves. And I did come up with a wonderful idea that I thought I'd want to share with you all. If you have any thoughts or impressions that have come over you during the week, please let us know. So if you guys want to leave us a message, you can call our voicemail number, which is this brand new fancy number I just made up on Google. It's 307-228-4353. That is 307-228-4353. If you guys want to talk for hours about what's going on in your life or what kind of struggles you're experiencing or if there's some lighthearted shit that you want to talk about too, let us know and we'll be here for you. Maybe have a voicemail prepared because I don't know how what the time limit is on a Google voicemail. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> try it out. Try Just it try out. try it out and see what happens. Yeah. Hey, in the meantime, we'll be in touch with you. So we're, we've got a lot of things in the works. We've got some segments. We've got some topics that we mm -hmm. want to touch on. Yeah. Speaking of try it out. Yes. We're seeing a certain comedian this weekend, and I am pumped. We're pretty stoked. We get to go down to Denver to experience uh, the main mommy. Yeah. We're going to go see Christina P., the main mommy at Comedy Works. And it will be fucking sick. I'm so excited. Yes. So excited. So, uh, yeah, shout out to, to all, you, uh, all you mommies out there. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Christina Pajitsky is a comedian. She hosts a podcast called Your Mom's House with her husband, Tom Segura, also a comedian. And they're awesome. So try it out. Try it out. Go listen to their podcast or watch their shows on Netflix because they're fairly irreverent, but very amazing and hysterical. Yeah. It's going to be a nice little tiny vacation down to Denver. So mm -hmm. it's going to be a good, good weekend. Yeah. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting that it... 
sort of coincides with with Valentine's Day and the first time that we started dating. I thought it was kind of appropriate. So that's our mini vacation. We're not going to be like live streaming it or hashtagging anything, but maybe we'll talk about it next time and share some of those wonderful secrets on how to stay happily married for yeah. a long time. So I guess that's happening now. I'm I'm realizing like that we've been happily married for a long time. Yeah, I mean it's it's been sort of a weird thing that that just happened. Well, and we started dating like 13 years ago. Yeah. 13 years ago? It's going to be 13 years ago because it was 2006. Yeah. Because we're goddamn old. Like our relationship is older than Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a thing. So, yeah. So I didn't need to say that, right? Cause... When I was first dating you, I didn't text. Mm-hmm. We started texting. You were the first person I ever texted. Yeah. That was very special. Well, maybe not. I don't know that for sure. But you were one of the first people I ever texted. I'm really at a loss for words at that. I feel I feel like a a generation is now is now here and we're sort of supposed to step back and then sort of like what the baby boomers are probably feeling right now. (laughs) Where I'm like, wait, this is my time. No, dude, your time was ten years ago. Yeah. And you blew it. I actually kind of, well, maybe other younger people don't feel this, but I feel that my 30s are going to be the best decade ever. Yeah, because you don't give a shit. It's going to be my time to shine. We just let go, and you know who you are, you know Mm. what you have to offer, and it's all fair game. It's good to go. Okay, so yesterday was my last day of the 30-day yoga challenge. Yes, tell me about that. So 30 days, every single day, I showed up. I didn't do makeup days. I didn't skip a day. I did all 30 effing days. And I was pretty proud of myself. I am proud of myself. That's incredible. The last, so the way that these videos work is it's just guided yoga. She walks Mm -hmm. you through stuff. She talks about technique and reminds you to breathe and just Mm -hmm. alignment and all that stuff. Very guided. But the last up, the last video and apparently this is a tradition. I didn't, I've never done one of these before with her, so I don't know hmm. the traditions. But the last episode, she takes off her microphone and she doesn't guide. She just lets you sort of turn inward and do what feels good for you. Mm-hmm. You can follow along with her if you want. You can do the same thing she's doing or you can modify it for your purposes. And there was sort of just like soft music playing over. It. And it was like weirdly emotional. Which I was not expecting at all. Well, it's a conclusion to all yeah. of this hard work. And, and Yeah, that was part of it. But there was something very, like, connected or, like, emotionally connected about doing yoga in silence with what is probably millions of other people doing the same thing and just sort of doing it all together but not, but not necessarily being instructed, just sort of doing it yeah and and being there what i would imagine that feeling could could be is celebration yeah personal celebration that you went through that whole journey and you were able to apply everything that you learned on the way it's sort of like okay you're you know here's the keys to the car the car now it's your turn to drive yeah yeah it definitely felt like that too but you didn't feel alone either. You didn't feel like you were just alone doing it, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, it's an interesting thing about the internet that it's like the best side of the internet mm-hmm. of that community feeling. Yeah. Even if you're alone in your own living room. 
It's yeah. really strange because I would read the comments on her posts and it's just a bunch of people expressing exactly the same feelings. Yeah. yeah. And that goes to show you that she's obviously doing something right mm-hmm. because she's able to generate that much excitement about mm-hmm. about her craft and what she's delivering, the kind of message that she's sharing with the world. And it's not just a, a handful of people mm-hmm. accepting that, but it's a whole community yeah. that she's built around that positive yeah. educational thing. That There's she's also doing. just, I feel like uh, these are a lot of cliche, like buzzwords, but it's, you know, the inclusivity of it, the authenticity of her, the genuineness of her, you know. Yeah. And remind us what's her name and Ad- what So the channel is, the, the YouTube channel is Yoga with Adrian. She's a yoga instructor and she's been doing these videos for quite a few years She's like four and a half million YouTube subscribers. Like it's a huge. That's a respectable thing. Yeah, yeah. YouTube following for sure. Um, and she's she's wonderful. Yeah, but you mentioned also when you were done today that you were starting a, a series from a long time ago. When yeah, so she the YouTube channel curates a practice for each month. So January's was this thirty day dedicate journey. February is a care. That's the name of it, care. And it's it's just compiled videos from her channel that fit into that motif, into that theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the first video was a little bit older, but it fit into the theme. And uh, despite the fact that you can see the evolution of her production value as the channel grew, the the feelings are still the same. Right. The connection is still there. The the gentleness and the kindness and the compassion is still there. So her personality, her personality is, yeah, it's still there. And it's the core of who she is or or her message was pretty much the same from the beginning. But how long ago would you say that that was that that video? video? It said it was from about a year ago. So, which is, which is a leap, a huge leap considering, considering what the the dedicate videos look like. It's, it's a big deal. I mean, YouTube, channels can just explode i mean right i think the h3 youtube channel was became like a huge sensation in like less than three years which is amazing and they've got like millions of subscribers now yeah and i i don't know the the genesis of that of that podcast i just know that they were on your mom's house and that's really the only thing that i yeah the h3 pod so the h3 youtube channel is ethan and ela klein they're a married couple they started a youtube channel in Israel, actually, when they were living in Israel. Hmm. And it was just like sketches and like funny videos. And it sort of Like commentary? Is that kind of... Mm, I don't know. It's comedy sketches. And just like weird stuff. I still haven't looked into them enough. I thought they were were more like an interview They are now. But they they didn't used to be? They didn't used to be. Oh, God. Yeah, it sort of evolved. Hmm. Um, But they've got... I mean, they've got a huge following. But it just doesn't take very long... On YouTube, I guess for some people it doesn't take very long. Right, but you have to you have to have the right material. You have to be driven and consistent. That's true. And and committed to the cause, whatever it is that you're that you're interested in sharing. So that's why it's well. And YouTube has changed a lot too. So even what 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 worked five years ago may not work now. Right. So it's an ever evolving thing but there's a lot of content out there for yeah. anyone and everyone and i mean you can you know these videos have been life changing like this yoga channel has been life changing for me and 
You know, and it's not just the yoga itself. It's just the act of showing up every single day consistently for 30 days. Mm -hmm. That is a huge achievement for me. And it sounds small and it sounds kind of pathetic, but I think it's for someone like me personally, that is such a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And I'm incredibly proud of you for that. But that's the sort of thing that, that people need to focus on instead of, wanting to get likes or instead of wanting to to be famous online you know i feel like people are distracted by the wrong things even if it's not social media you know it's just you have to find something that will give you little cures for whatever's ailing you daily Mm -hmm. and doing yoga like that the way that you're doing it's been very transformative we all need that medicine Mm -hmm. we all need a little bit of that to i definitely feel more mental clarity throughout my day, even if I'm not conscious of it all the time, I do feel different. Mm. Um, and speaking of like social media, I had the thought after I finished yeah, that I was like, Oh, I should like take a selfie and like post about it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, no, I don't need to do that. Maybe not. This isn't for anybody but me. Right. And there's a, there's a sort of a purity in that and just being able to own that moment for yourself and just enjoy it for what it is. I mean, we're sharing it now, but you know, obviously it's, it feels the fact. Yeah. But, and it's less of a, of like a grandstanding kind of statement like, Hey world, look at what I'm doing. Look at how great I am. It's like the gym selfie. Just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I did have that thought and I think. Do you have this? Do you feel shame when you're taking a selfie in front of other people? I've never done that because Why? I'm ashamed. Because you're because ashamed. I'm terribly ashamed. I've never. I I feel embarrassed <laughs> when I take selfies in front of other people. I don't. Mm. I will like leave if I want to take a selfie, which is rare. It doesn't happen often. I will leave and go to another room. <laughs> Because how many times does it take you to get a good-looking selfie? It takes, like, a yeah. long, a lot of takes. Yeah. And it's embarrassing to take that many pictures yeah. of yourself in front of somebody. <laughs> it's like, just give me the fucking hey, phone. I'll take it. Are you done yet? <laughs> are you done? So I think part of it was shame of not wanting to take a selfie in front of you because that's fucking embarrassing. Well, babe, I'm not going to judge you. But yeah, I that's know. That's why, you know, but I do understand what you but mean. But I because... think there is a healthy, there's a healthy level of shame mm-hmm. that some people need to aspire to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah, Don't yeah. take so many pictures of yeah. yourself. Not that there's anything wrong with selfies. Yeah. I just think that some people take too many. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it feels really good to to finish it and to to do what I set out to mm-hmm. accomplish and to know that I did it the way that I intended to. Right. No compromises. And it was it was great. Now I just hope that you continue it, which I'm sure you will. I did tonight. You, I did the next. Yeah, but video. I'm saying. I know. You know <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Did you not listen <laughs> to the first ten minutes of our conversation? <laughs> All right, John will leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a husband trait to just disregard everything that you've been saying. So I'm trying to do better. It's okay. But it it does make a big difference. Now I'm still a little bit proud of myself. I'm. I've still gotten on the bike. Yeah. That's sort of my my warm-up thing. But I do want to be more physically active. And last night, it was it was about 10 o'clock at night, and I went downstairs. I put something on, whether it's it's music or a podcast, maybe a movie. I started watching Godzilla. Remember the old 96 the Godzilla? With Matthew Broderick. Yeah, the one that you hate. Oh, yeah. God. It was a classic, though, when I was... When I was... It's never been a classic. Okay. All right. 
We'll have that conversation later, later I which, hate Matthew which might be another that, segment. There's no redeeming qualities about Matthew Broderick. He has a good voice. Mm. He was he was uh, Simba, grown up Simba. I, I mean, didn't believe was... I didn't believe you when you told me. I didn't believe you. Yeah, I so still let's... don't really believe you that he was Simba because it just doesn't make sense. Okay, we need to really clear the room here for a moment, or or clean what, what the fuck do you call that? Clear the air a little bit. <laughs> Acknowledge the elephant. Acknowledge in the, room. the the Matthew Broderick sized elephant in oh. the room. Why? Why the hate for for the? I, I mean, I don't like him either. As I mean, he's not my favorite actor, but I'm not going to go out of my way to dismiss him. I don't really know, because I like, I like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, maybe that's all I like him in. I think it's his his beady little eyes, <laughs> the fact that he married Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, that's a strike against him. Um, but I just don't think he's that good of an actor. I he's just, just very think, plain. I just in his think he's himself in every act, like in every role. I don't think he's, you know, yeah. I just don't think he's very good. <laughs> and I've never seen him sing, so I'm not a hundred percent. I don't a hundred percent believe you that he can sing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a conspiracy theorist. Like, yeah. how do you know he's singing? <laughs> how can you prove it? Yeah, prove it. When did men land on the moon? <laughs> Is this real? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I get like what you Alex mean. Like Alex Jones over here. Yeah. Anyway, you were watching Godzilla. But I was I was watching Godzilla and, and just to get myself in, in the zone of, of sort of like distraction, just doing it more casually. I'm doing 30 minutes on the bike now. You know, most of them are, are kind of like 50% warming up and then the other 15 is more more involved, more intense. As I try to learn more about what I need to do to just kind of get into better shape. And especially when I got the the blood dry, got more Mm. self-conscious about certain things, some of the results in there that I feel like more high and what do you call it? The hit training would be more ideal. Yeah. The high intensity interval training. Yeah. And I was, I was reading a podcast to the NPR one, the life kit. kit. I was just going to say, we should talk about that. They did. Which one did you listen to the, we listened to the one about, just sort of starting slow, not going in too hard in the beginning, mm-hmm. and also about the one with the trainer, the the trainer that Ruth Bader Ginsburg used. Yeah, and I started re-listening to that one because I thought that there were some really good tips in that. What I what I took from it is that you can really take advantage of a good twenty five minute, twenty two to twenty five minute workout, and get, and you can really maximize that time. Yeah. To to work on some key areas, you know, not just cardio, but just some, some other high intensity yeah. kind of work. And all I have to do now is just kind of get past this warming up process because the bike is just cardio. It's right. not like a life changing thing. There's no weights. There's right. no. Yeah. But physically, I do feel like it's helping my knees a lot. It's mm-hmm. helping my back mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, just in- cardio is good for your heart, good for your yeah. lungs. So I'm just going to keep at it, and this is more of a long-term thing. So um, I've been doing it every day, and if I miss a day for whatever reason because of work, I just make it up so I haven't technically lost any time. And from then on, then we'll keep adding stuff to it. So that'll be on the horizon. That's So these podcasts from NPR, it's called Life Kit, and there's fitness, there's like financial advice there's mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff it's just like to help you live your life in a better you know better which i think is a is a great idea they're really catering to the people who are on the go the working class people mm-hmm. who just 
need to have a little bit of, of value for their limited time mm-hmm. that they have. And it's been working really good for my commute because I can finish the podcast, which is 25 minutes on the way to work and then on the way back. So I've been trying to fill those gaps of time with stuff that will benefit me and kind of make me a little bit better mm-hmm. so that I will not be garbage. Uh, sort of my goal with yoga. So the goal with yoga is to do it every day for a year for 365 days. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, I feel that building that discipline is going to help me sort of segue into other forms of exercise because obviously yoga is not really, it can be cardio mm-hmm. if you're doing different types of yoga that yeah. that are more um, aerobic, but you know, it's just sort of my it's your way in. My way in, yeah. Into to, change. To disciplined exercise regularly because right. the discipline part is the part that I struggled with. Yeah. So the fact that I'm starting there I think is going to help me be successful later. Right. And I totally believe that you, you have to have a buy-in into the project, into yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult for me and, and – we're speaking from a point of view of, of pretty much couch potatoes. We love mm-hmm. being comfortable. We love just kind of being here and enjoying our time together, but not really being like physically active all the time. As Maddie nods her head. Mm-mm. Yeah, very sternly. Mm-mm. It is not something that we're fond of. It's not but, my default. But when you get to your 30s, you sort of have to start thinking about. You mentioned a blood draw. Blood draws in your 30s as opposed to blood draws in your 20s. <laughs> Two very different experiences. Very different things, yeah. You start to sweat a little bit more when you go as a 33-year-old man who hasn't been working out or eating very healthy. Mm -hmm. But I know that there's room to improve. That's sort of the thing is I saw that and I got a little concerned that I wasn't doing the right things. I mean, I don't go and eat McDonald's every night as much as I would love to, but I'm, I'm in a decent starting point to make a change. Yeah. And so this sounds a little bit morbid, but... The only thing that was able to change my mind about just being more physically active, and it's worked for the last four weeks, has been not just the blood draw, but also this this thought that I've had in my mind, like, my wife needs me for the rest of my life. My son needs me to take care of him for as long as I can be here. And if I don't start taking care of myself now and helping myself, that's not going to happen, you know? You really, you really have to maximize the body that you have. And I'm starting to take that more seriously. Yes, sometimes because we're busy during the week, we're not able to make the best decisions, you know, in, in regards to our diet, but we do have control. And most importantly, we have time to make a change. And so what I tell myself when I get on the bike at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, the other, the other day I got on the bike at 1130. Because, you know, we had been hanging out and I just tell myself, this is what you have to do to see your son tomorrow. And it sounds incredibly morbid, like the way it works in my head. Yeah, it's like, okay, this is your ticket to tomorrow. If you don't do this now, even if this little incremental step, it may not seem like much, but if you don't do this, it's going to hurt you later. Mm -hmm. So that has really been the only way to to help me push a little bit further to get that done. And it's it sort of caters to like a lot of my existential fears, but it's working and soon enough that'll make a big difference. Yeah. 
But, you know, we're working on it. We're a work in progress. And, you know, we can move on to something a little more pleasant like uh, memes. Yeah. So last week we talked about, was it last week that we talked about the Fire Festival documentary? Okay. Yeah. Goes fast, huh? Yeah. Um, so we talked about the Fire Fest documentaries on Netflix and Hulu. And in the Hulu documentary, we talked about Andy King, who was a producer for the Fire Festival. He was the man that was asked to take one for the team and to go down to the customs office and offer to suck a man's penis <laughs> to get the Evian water through customs. <laughs> so an interesting thing has happened since then. As it tends to happen. As online. it tends to happen. Yeah. As, as the internet tends to do. Andy King himself has become aware of the response to the documentary uh, to him specifically because he is now everyone's favorite friend goal. Like, he's like friendship goals, <laughs> like, which is what the internet calls him. He's friendship okay. goals. And like, when someone said, everyone needs a friend like Andy King, who is willing to go suck someone's dick <laughs> out of sheer loyalty. Oh, my God. I don't um, understand. <laughs> and I've, I stumbled upon this this little interview that Netflix did, like a follow-up interview with him oh, yeah. just talking about the just the immense response that this documentary has had and the effects that it's had and this man he doesn't have social media so he doesn't understand what trending means but his friends were like dude you're trending and he's oh like I don't, I don't i don't know care. what that means does he care was no, he well he was flattered it seemed but he didn't really understand what it meant and his friend said you're a meme and he said what's a meme <laughs> And so they had to show him, you know, these pictures that people are creating using his face. Oh, my God. I wrote down a couple uh, examples that were really? pretty funny. So there was one that had, like, his picture at the top of the list. And then underneath it was, like, Visa, MasterCard, Discover. And it says, choose your payment method. <laughs> <laughs> and his picture was, was like, chosen. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. And then there was another one. It was, like, his face in like an Evian ad because the Evian water and it says Evian take one for the team oh my God. <laughs> it's just silly uh, internet memes um, and well you know if anything he's going to get a lot of money out of this I'm sure he'll pick up some sponsorship yeah maybe he should hopefully use his notoriety for something well something and he great. talked about that actually he said you know experiencing this quote unquote 15 minutes of fame because of this documentary he's sort of using it to to do some good and he mentioned the gofundmes for the bahamian workers who were jilted who like were not paid yeah specifically marianne that woman who fed all of the workers and all, all of right. the, all of the people yeah and she used her own savings like all of her savings yeah. to buy that food to like to feed these people oh that's fucked up because they didn't have any money to feed these people and she literally wiped out her whole savings, had no money, and GoFundMe raised like over two hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! For her, good for her. Good and for her. Andy King was saying that in addition to that, they're also trying, they're also working to raise money to pay back all of the laborers that worked to build the infrastructure. Yeah, because they were saying they worked for months, right? Yeah, months, and none of those people saw a dime. That's fucked up. Yes. Not a dime. Yeah. And so if nothing else, 
positive comes out of this documentary, at least those poor people will eventually see some money. Who are the real victims of the whole yeah. ordeal, in my opinion? Yeah. Obviously, the, the kids... The kids who were who got screwed swindled. out of money, yes, of course, that's not good either. But these people... They put they their, were they were hoping for that dream to come true. Yeah, well, and it would have been the, it would have economy. been a great yeah exactly it would have been a really positive change for their economy if if that had become an established mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and they just completely <laughs> just dashed their hopes of anything like that happening, and yeah. they literally worked for free for months. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like normal work hours. It was like not around the clock, around it was the clock, nonstop. Yeah, yeah, not sleeping, not eating. You know, mm. like really poor working conditions. Yeah. Well, thank you, Andy King. I was going to say Andy Dick for some reason. I don't know why. For well, you know, because the Dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh, well, I was going to toast to uh, to Andy King because yeah. he deserves the most loyal producer, loyal producer in the world. <laughs> I thought that was sort of a fun positive thing to come out of such an awful awful situation yeah we gotta look on the bright side of things and on that note we did have another segment that i wanted to bring up called sponsors that we wish we had (laughs) and we didn't really talk about this very often but i thought it was a good idea that you came up with uh who would be an ideal sponsor for us if we were to be in that position like a normal like podcast sponsor or just no, like... just like like Dream Big. Let's see, let's see what we got here. I have a couple now. I know one that you hear on podcasts all the time that I always really want is MeUndies. MeUndies, <laughs> they're the best, but they're so they're very pricey. They're very expensive yes. because they're really good. Yeah, we saved about three paychecks worth to get that one pair, right? <laughs> I bought <laughs> I bought us a matching pair as a fun gift. Yeah, they were expensive. They're still good. You I know, they're all silky and, and very comfy. I haven't bought any since. Yeah. I've been treating my We wife. haven't bought any clothes <laughs> yeah. since. That was our budget for three months. As I've, been pay- I've been treating my one pair very delicately, <laughs> washing it very carefully. Wear it on special occasions yeah. when we go to the, uh, you know... I don't know. It's a loafing jug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a good one. I thought that maybe um, I don't know goober peanut butter. That'd be that'd be pretty good. Sometimes, well, you know, after I went to the vet and we got some really ambiguous news about whether our cat Phoebes would be okay. I I came home and I was feeling a little down, but the one thing that picked me up was uh, just a spoonful of that that peanut butter and jelly mix. In that, it's not disgusting. Don't look at me like it's an incredibly disgusting it's thing. So nasty. It's magical. It lifted my spirits, and it was a wonderful gift. It's not even real peanut butter. It doesn't matter. It put a smile on my face. <laughs> I thought you'd be happy for me. That's what I thought. Oh God. Okay. Well, Goober, you know, I, I tried. <laughs> we'll have to figure something out. Something like that. Goober and MeUndies. Sponsors yeah. we wish we had. <laughs> There's well, plenty of other sponsors I wish we had, but... We'll talk about them next time. Let's yeah. move on to the next bit. A friend of mine texted me, and she had an idea for something she wanted to talk about. Something that's close to her heart. Something that's been on her mind. She wanted to talk about how... Having a specific college degree, whether it's education or 
uh, a law degree or a, you know, a medical degree or the really specialized degrees that you can really only do one thing with. Mm-hmm. How having a degree like that pigeonholes someone into one career forever. Mm-hmm. Like the skills aren't. Maybe maybe society feels that some of those skills aren't transferable, so they. Yeah, just... I mean, if you have an education degree, what else are you going to do aside from teach? Right, like there's not right. much else you can do. Right, and you know, so if you have a degree like that, you know, and you decide maybe this isn't for you, or maybe you know, not everybody wants to do one thing for fifty years and then retire. People yeah. our age are working in a field for ten years. And then they change paths and mm-hmm. then they work in that field for 10 years and then they change paths. Yeah. So it's not uncommon for people, you know, who, who people our age who will eventually be of retiring age to have had two or three career paths in one lifetime. At least. Yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah. And so I think that that idea of having a really specific degree and working in that field for the rest of your adult working life is sort of archaic now it's not as um it's not as realistic yeah the system moves a lot faster now and that's the thing is some of the the previous norms of what a career should be are being redefined every single year every single week Mm -hmm. especially with with these ideas of of new careers you sort of have to reinvent yourself every single day Mm -hmm. to to stay afloat Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly difficult if the world is just always telling you to stay in your lane, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's the way of the world. That's how it's always worked. Stay in your lane, be quiet, do your thing. And, and you'll, you'll survive. Yeah. And really that's the bare minimum that you get. You'll survive. Yeah. But I think that we should save some of this commentary. uh, When we have a couple of friends over, maybe we should try to get them in next week or the week after. I think that'd be a really good idea. Yeah. Because I'd really like to talk about that with people who, who we know who have these specialized degrees. Right. And it speaks a lot about sort of our generation, too, about the, the quandary that we're in trying to appease the perception of what we're supposed to be versus what we want to be, what we are looking to achieve. Mm-hmm. And whether that's obtainable or not, I don't know. But it feels more and more like... It may not be possible mm-hmm. because of the way the world is set up, but we can talk about that in the coming coming episodes. But we'd love to start that conversation. Yeah. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Thanks for the idea <laughs> that we will be including you in. Yes. I just I really this is, and I keep saying this. This is just an excuse to talk to my friends, yeah, who I miss and love dearly. So if you guys are out there, let us know, and uh, we'll give you a call while we're recording or leave us a message, shoot us an email, let us know your feelings because I feel that the best way for us to make it through and overcome some of this difficult shit that we have to deal with as grown-ups who don't want to be grown-ups sometimes is to just band together, help each other out and listen to each other. So if you're out there, we want to listen to you too. God knows we're babbling enough yeah, for you everyone. Don't have to just listen to us. Yes. <laughs> You can contribute, too. Well, what do you think? You going to keep it a short one? I was going to look at NPR because that's always mm-hmm. that's always a good one for me. NPR News, the top stories. Of course, the White House, blah, 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 President Shit Show. 
you know, it's it's really just about the same. So, Don, you didn't miss anything today while you were out of the country, nor this week. It's been just the same old shit show, mm-hmm. and we hope that it becomes less of a shit show by the time you get back. Uh-huh. I haven't honestly paid too much attention to the news this week. I listen to the news every day, but... I don't know. Nothing was really sticking this week. It's been pretty bad. After the shutdown, I feel that we got burned out. Yeah. We really just... I know the It got beaten into the ground. I know the State of the Union's coming up. And to be honest with you folks, I've been living my life in ignorance this week. It was pretty rough. We, We had some long days at work, and I had to go out of town for work. Things were pretty jam-packed and so sometimes when you're an individual who works 40 hours a week at least you have to set the world aside and focus on survival so that is what this week was a little bit of survival Mm. now maybe next week i'll be a little bit more informed but we will always try that's all we can do yeah yeah I'm just looking at me. Oh, I thought you were going to Google how to end a podcast. (laughs) No, I was looking at my notes. I actually, I had genuine notes. (laughs) This is a professional enterprise. We're doing our best here. (laughs) Well, folks, uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to call it a night, but I want to thank you all so much for taking a moment to listen. And again, if you get a chance to subscribe or listen to the show, uh, please follow us on Spotify. We're working on the iTunes thing. And of course, if you want to share something, friends, with us about some of the things that you're seeing on the internet or maybe just the shit that you're going through in whatever end of the world you're at, uh, let us know. Leave us a voicemail at 307-228-4353 or just shoot us a text message or an email if you have that information already because we don't want to open the floodgates either. I mean, let's start with our friends and work our way out. Mm -hmm. But that's all we had for tonight. What do you think? I think that's good. I'm ready for bed already. (laughs) On Friday night. All right. We're old, guys. We're going to go to bed, but you folks have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye, guys. Bye.